horror fiends uh welcome to the evil popcorn podcast uh, i'm the baron i'm hosting this episode of uh, the evil popcorn podcast with a movie called red curtain hell uh also on the screen here in various directions i don't know where you, they are on the the video we've got mr popcorn and we've got scream queen uh i'm pointing in my direction so that's that's all fine say hello people Hi, Screen yes. Queen. <laughs> hello, hello, Screen Queen. Hello, Baron. <laughs> hello. It's me, Mr. Popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Um, this movie's funny. You and liked it? Yeah. Yeah, I did. And I like that it's local as well and it's funny. And it was actually quite good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, it's oh, no, there was no, there was no, um, how do you call this? Like, it's not chip on the shoulder, you know, cultural cringe, local cultural cringe. No, mm. not at all. Yeah, no, I didn't. Okay. No, good. Yeah, which is good, which is good. Yeah. Screen yeah. As uh, I was going to say, as someone who has, um, like, d- like worked in that space, being Lee, shout out being Lee Theater, <laughs> yeah. um, it, it was pretty sort of astonishing to see them walking around like I used to do rehearsals in the green room and like I just it was sort of bizarre to see it as a set for a film so I I definitely appreciated that Um, yeah I think we cheated a little bit with a couple of the spaces emptying into other spaces they didn't but yeah other than that it was as you see it pretty fun pretty fun so yes um all right so should we get straight into it yeah. Um, yeah, it. sure, sure. Um, but like, yeah, how did this film come about? Like, what is it? Who's in it? Let's give you a little bit, a little bit of history on the please on do, the film. Do. Yeah. Um. All right. So it, the film is called Red Curtain Hell. It's available on Vimeo. You can buy it or rent it. Uh, if you do a search, you will certainly find it. I dare say we'll be able to put it in the show notes. Uh, it was filmed and released around 2016. Uh, the uh, director of the show is uh, Shane Anderson. He's also one of the writers, along with Kieran Davey. Uh, the budget of the film was about $20,000, which uh, Shane and his okay. family mostly covered. Okay. Uh, it was it was shot, as Scream Queen says, in the Beanley Theatre uh, over the course of about five or six weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, I... Now, the other reason I picked this is because I'm in it. Uh, so I was there for four shooting days uh, over that time, generally a Sunday, because uh, Beanley was less busy there on the Sundays. It was easier yeah. to be able to shoot. Uh, one of the things that did happen during the film that made things a little bit difficult, difficult on one of the days is the committee for the Beanley Theatre turned up and wanted to have their AGM while we were <laughs> while we were filming. So that made it a little bit difficult on one day. Mm-hmm. Uh and we did have, I, I believe there's a church next door. Yeah. Um, and Across yeah, there the was street. one particular, yeah, there was one particular night. There was a lot of noise uh, that was making things more difficult to film, but it was, otherwise it was, it was good. Uh, so the film itself is set around a gr- gritty and modern retelling of the <laughs> Hamlet story from Shakespeare. Uh, yeah. Cut down from its usual. We all know the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the the four hour length to about an hour and a half with intermission. Uh, and the, the, I the, I the... have a note. Sorry, um, I said I personally right. wish uh, that I wish all Shakespeare. Were... Look, I I like uh, I like me some Shakespeare, but I wish it was all an hour and a half. 
That would be great. Okay. <laughs> it should be an hour and a half. An hour and a half, hour 40 max. Every, yes. every media, every piece <laughs> every of media hour, should yeah. be an hour and a half. Yes, so yes, if, yes, our, if our episodes go over <laughs> Evil popcorn declares anything ever over an hour 40 would be just, not just cancelled, eradicated. Yes, won't even yeah, exist. Yeah. Yes. yeah, that's right. Now, a couple of interesting factors. Uh, I am literally wearing the piece of wardrobe that I wore in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I got this made for the movie. The um, A little bit of background when people watch this. The character that I'm playing is called Lawrence. Uh, he yeah. is a theatre administrator. He has a twin mm-hmm. brother um, called Gregory. So it's Lawrence Oldman and Gregory Oldman. Now, Gregory Oldman was supposed to be the villain in Shane Anderson's first film that didn't get off the ground. It was within two weeks of principal photography and it fell apart due to Ouch. internal politics. Uh, so Gregory Oldman being the kind of person that he is, who's the villain of a film called Carols, where he was the, where there were choir people, uh, for Christmas one year he gave Lawrence a promotional shirt for the uh, Oldman's Golden Voice Choir. So that's what wow. um, Lawrence is wearing in the movie. So it's a little bit of it's a little bit of a background joke for me, uh, and, oh, and maybe Shane. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, that's nice. So that's yes, nice. little Easter egg. Yeah, a little little, little bit of a little bit of an Easter egg. I do like doing that when I when I play roles. I like to have something that that's in my head that's just for me. It makes my mm-hmm. thing that is a little bit richer. So that's great. So yes. Um, all if right. I may, so set in, if, if I yes. may, your character your character was was. Um, uh, I know your character type. I've met your character type. I'm sure Scream Queen has as well. Yeah. Um, you know, yes. played very convincingly. <laughs> like, don't have to go into huge detail, but like, did you just, you know, play off the type that you have experienced or did you just go the natural route for that? No, I did. I did try to channel a couple of people I've met in various community theatres. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the kind of person that isn't necessarily in the production but still sees themselves as a creative but isn't necessarily <laughs> a creative. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't have to yeah, so, have names or anything. Yeah, yeah just curious. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, he probably was an actor when he was younger but yeah. not a great actor. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Always, always yeah. a bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if he was in a Pratchett, he'd have played Sergeant Colin rather than um, Vimes. Like he'd have been, a, he'd have been a, a an also ran or a co-star. Mm. Uh, so yes, okay. um, yes. Thanks. Now a couple yeah, of interesting yeah. things. This the the movie runs in real time in inverted commas. Yeah. Anytime you see a phone screen, it was very carefully set so that the phone screen reflected the time during the performance. Mm. Uh, so okay. people want to keep an eye out for that when they're watching it details. okay uh and a number of the characters in red curtain hell are reflective of characters from uh carols as in not characters from the movie but characters that were involved with the film so oh. they're, they're, yeah so there's Ooh. some yeah. Drama. Yeah, I, I will say no more about that. I will name no names, uh, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. Tea, uh, okay. So, yes. So, Hamlet, so it's very Shakespearean, uh, Red Curtain Hill, very Shakespearean uh, in its language. It's a tragedy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, yes, 2016 to uh, 2017, it's available on Vimeo. We've done that. $20,000 
budget. Um, so well, we'll get to get to the very start. So we see Harrison Cooper Reed, the director of this gritty and modern retelling of of <laughs> Hamlet, uh, arriving outside the uh, the theatre uh, in a okay car with some bird poo on the bonnet. Like he's not doesn't seem to, to sort of care that much about the car, which is fine. Um, as we come in through the foyer. Uh, we see the counter person arguing with someone that didn't read the sign about the uh, signed seating. Uh, the counter person is Shane Anderson, which is the director and and writer. Ah, fun little cameo. Yes, and the first twenty two and a half minutes of the film is made to look like a single shot. Yeah, I was going to say it was it. The POV one take was very stress inducing. In a good yeah, way. Okay. I was just sure. like, oh, God, this this impending doom of this show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it was great. And we see um, you, of course. Yes. Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm there with the uh, the representatives from the uh, National Theatre. Na- National Theatre. National Theatre. Uh, <laughs> they're yeah. a bit of a chorus group, like a Greek chorus group uh, mm. for, through the film oh. and giving yeah, okay. different sort of stories. Uh, the opening shot, though it's 22 and a half minutes in one, it's actually 15 separate shots. Nice. Um, uh, well, yeah, very well done. You, yeah, if you want to try and find them. And the I, reason... Sorry. Gonna, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, um, in that first scene where you meet the the National Theatre representatives and yeah. and Scott is there playing Lawrence, um, you, you're trying to get a word in edgewise and... Harrison keeps interrupting you and I I wrote down this must be like what it's like to do a podcast with me (laughs) good good note good note (laughs) so just want to throw that in there I was like wow this is this is really um I'm going method as a as an audience member for this really immersed me in it yeah um the Greek chorus there the National Theatre uh execs suits mm. uh, now they they supply some of the stakes a lot of the stakes uh, mm. for this production yeah because mm. isn't it they're going to get money or they're going to get i mean what do they get they get the approval of this course so to speak well so harrison cooper reed wants to move up from community theater to theater on a state and national stage uh so yeah. he, he sees this as his out from uh being stuck in a yeah tiny yeah. stage to going to you know QPAC and the convention center and all that sort of thing but it's his so, yeah. it's his it's his escape not anyone else's this no. is self-centered yeah, yeah. um he, he, he thinks a lot of himself he thinks he quite the genius quite the you know yeah the, yeah. yeah every quite, every time he speaks yeah. i'm like i've met this man <laughs> absolutely again yes and again like, like, like the, it's, it's just the off and yeah it's the right it's the right amount of exaggeration in camp as well it's it's not too much but just enough to better sink your teeth and just a little yeah so it tastes good yeah yeah yeah, 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 I was impressed with that because it's very easy to go overboard in this and it just becomes ridiculous. Yeah, I, I found myself for the longest time after doing the movie doing his little thumbs up. Little... That was the little hilarious. Um, yeah, like, yeah, he like, plays it so well. It's like, like George, yeah. Bush, George Bush Jr. W. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The politician. <laughs> yeah. 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 From him, I reckon. Yeah. So yeah, that's Justin Harriman. He's he's a spectacular okay. actor. He's great. 
Um, I've seen he him in other stuff good. as well, and he just he made Harrison come to life. Mm-hmm. Sure, terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. fair. That's well, fair. Ha- Harry, as everybody else calls him. Yeah. So yes, yeah. yeah, good job. But please continue. Um, so yeah, so we've mentioned that like he's cut the all the boring bits out of Hamlet. Uh, I I did fair. take the opportunity. <laughs> Uh, while I was while we were doing this to like have a reread of the play, and I was trying to work out which, which bits he would have cut, okay. and, I, and I, I I couldn't really come up with anything. Like, there's a lot of dialogue he probably would have cut, but yeah, it's just yeah, it's not um, there, there's like it, it's all necessary. Is that even? Can you even do that? Like, is that even legal? Huh? No. Oh yeah, of course. It's, oh, like yeah. of course okay. you can. I it's I just his, knew it's Harrison Cooper reads Hamlet. Yeah, so he adapted it. I that, I guess yeah. you can do that. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was I like, know. I don't know what his his little estate yeah. is like. I hear what you're saying, Bear, but it, I mean, if you seen Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet, the four yeah. hour, it's a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is just me, but I'm being very subjective because you know I want to cancel everything over an hour forty. <laughs> even though yeah. I do like That's Shakespeare, what... I'm a, I'm a magician. Good, I, I like. I love Shakespeare. Shakespeare. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like Hamlet. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, but I'm uh, a much to do about nothing guy. Okay. I, I look. I know it's basic, but I love Romeo and Juliet. I really do. Sure. sure. I love that show. Yeah. Do you like Baz Luhrmann's? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Um, but carry on, please. Yeah. All right, so we were in the theatre proper. We're seeing some of the dramatis personae. Uh, we're meeting them all in sort of little flashes as they go through, and we were getting a bit of an idea of the personalities. Uh, then Harrison heads into the theatre. Um, it's uh, the the floor is squelchy, which is a little bit of foreshadowing there. So someone's uh, with water shampooing the carpet. Yeah, yeah, the carpet's been shampooed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's spotted, oh. spotted. Yeah. There's a lot of um, t- not tomfoolery is not the right word, but a lot of mishaps, you know, this is like mm. hijinks, comedy of errors and hijinks to, to yeah, yeah. this thing, you know what I mean? This, that's where you're talking about the stress coming there, accentuated by the single shot. Yeah. 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 So it's cool. You know, there's some definite, you know, thought went into the production based on what the resources had, which, yeah, which is, yeah, got to respect mm. that. Got to respect that. Mm. Yeah. Um, so and it's a slice of time movie as well. It runs to the time. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. So anytime yeah. something's happening on stage, if they're doing something yeah. backstage, then there's no messing about with time. It's all to time. And this is Shane Anderson. Uh, and this is like, does he like to challenge? Does he like to set these parameters, these challenges, if you will, as a director to make to interest himself and to make something interesting? Do you think is this? I, I think it was definitely done to showcase the world uh-huh. in an interesting way so rather than like in game of thrones oh all of a sudden they've traveled 400 miles in the space of a night well that doesn't really be interesting yeah, but sure. to be able to go at any point in this film you can work out where you are because it's it's slice of time and yeah it, it's it's a okay. just a little bubble of a world yeah yeah, yeah okay i get i get i get so yeah. I, Which I, I think guess yeah, is... it, it, it's cool yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool yeah. done on purpose yeah, it's very Shakespearean in a way. Yeah, okay. And, and that's yeah, that's yeah, the whole theme yeah. of this. Everything is Shakespearean. Even the normal normal language yeah. that the people are speaking when not on stage has Shakespearean overtones. 
Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so we see Harrison go up and talk to our, our lighting booth guy. Um, it has Shakespeare in the overtones, meets Home and Away and Quentin Tarantino mixed in. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right so we see we meet tom the the lighting booth guy uh yes uh go scorchy floor we've done that so now we head backstage uh and i put a note here rosencrantz and gildenstern are backstage yeah yeah very good um so we we have two Rosencrantz and Guildensterns. Basically, we have the actual Rosencrantz and Guildensterns that are in the play, and we have uh, Chanster and he, and uh, the I'm going to forget his name. Um, we have the two backstage guys. Sorry, what's that? Chanster, uh, Chanster Anderson. Yeah, uh, Chanster. I've always known him as Chanster. Um, where'd we go? I want to get his name right. And uh, I think. Sam, uh, what's his last name? Pigilio. It's Italian. Piaggio. Piaggio. Is that, is that Chance, the lighting yeah, booth? Chance yeah, Chance Anderson. Yeah. yeah. So Tom, Tom in the lighting booth is uh, Sam Piaggio. Uh, yes, yeah, so I worked with him at Bogo Road. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I worked with him at Bogo Road Jail, Sam. Mm. And yeah. Chance Star is my boss's brother. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Brisbane's so Chance Anderson, yes. Brisbane's a um, so we, uh, It is. Uh, yeah, so we we meet uh, the uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of the people, not of the play. Um, then we meet his mum. We meet Harrison's mum, and she's definitely a director's mum. Yeah. Uh, uh, obviously, been in the theatre a very long time. Yeah, she's stage uh, manager. No, 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 no. That's that's Pam. So. Um, so the so oh yeah yeah the, no, I'm with you sorry my bad yep yep carry up I'm with you yep okay uh, go uh, we meet the diva uh, Rita Artman who is uh, playing yeah. uh, Natalie yeah uh, and we have that wonderful scene where Harrison just proves himself to be the biggest prick on the planet awful um, he's so yeah. awful. Uh, giving giving notes that he shouldn't be giving, making comparisons to things that he shouldn't, that are definitely not uh, PC in any way whatsoever. Like just no. proving himself to be a douchebag of, of the highest order. Uh, so there we go. Uh, the one, another interesting piece here: the light that falls down, the light that the two, the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are working on on the ladder. I built that in my backyard uh, oh. to be safe to be dropped on someone so it's not a full white light um, okay so we leave Harrison at that point and we move on to Natalie uh, she's looking for her showmance Roman who is playing Hamlet uh, and we yeah. get a we get more of this is my night. I make this show like everybody's got ownership of this show and they've all generally got a quote that, that yeah. they say throughout for that one. He goes vomiting uh, everywhere, basically. At this yeah. yeah. Also, can I can I just say, like, yeah. we know that Harrison is a croc, but the cost the costume design of the show. I know I'm getting meta here, but white shirts and ties for Hamlet. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I I get it. It's supposed to be this great. It's it's perfect. It's like it's so good. Like it. Like this production would get made by that kind of director. Like it's so. Like it's they they nail it. And I was I was just looking at the the dressing room and the costumes, and I was like, this is awful. This yeah, is totally. awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. hate. I would. Yeah. This show is ridiculous yeah. already. I can't. I haven't even seen it, but I know it's a disaster. And he thinks and it's. It, yeah. He thinks it's avant garde, yeah. like the National Theatre. Like he's watched the thing on the screen. You know, he's subscribed and he goes, "Oh, that's kind of how this is going to change people's <laughs> lives." Saw that with Jane Eyre. Throw it there. Yeah. And, uh, and like, and the civilian clothing to represent whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. But so and the hoodies. Intentionally so. Mm-hmm. It's um, ridiculous. Uh, the, I loved it. The, the, the quote was a raw, gritty, and realistic show, followed by gritty and complex vision for the show. He um, loves the word so gritty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know what's gritty about a white t shirt, a white shirt and a tie, but. <laughs> well, it's raw and How gritty. Well, it's realistic. It's very yeah. complex. Sorry, I can't I can't understand it. I don't think yeah. it's too complex for me. Again, uh, we're, we're, then we're in- a, a per- per- perfectly a perfect parody of what we've all seen before. Certainly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, we've all done community uh, theater. That's what I loved about this. Repertory student theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now, uh, one interesting thing, uh, Rita Artman, who plays Natalie, also did a film called Australians with the word aliens, Australians, uh-huh. uh, uh-huh. also filmed in Brisbane. It's quite good. It's a good sort of comedy sci-fi. Uh, so, yes. Uh, then we see the literal Chekhov's gun. Oh, oh yeah. The, I mean. The, well, the, the literal, the, the, the gun, the real gun that the, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 stage, the stage... Yeah doofuses have uh so will, literally I, a Chekhov's gun my memory is a bit um uh vague with it because i was trying to see it today but i didn't get a chance to yeah so okay. i've i haven't seen it but it was uh, it was about a week ago yeah so sorry if sure. i asked for it too good no no too good um all right so this is my night harrison is awful i make this show bitchy gossip so then we see the scene we're seeing the scene with uh natalie and her understudy uh which obviously the understudy wants to be the star and she's trying her best to uh destabilize uh natalie literally yeah what did you think uh, of her screen um well first of all i thought it was very funny i i i just think it's so spot on to what the sort of culture is um again i haven't like I haven't, I I have a deep respect for community theatre. I just want to preface everything I'm saying. I've worked in community, we've all worked in community theatre. It's the reason why we all do what we do. It's the reason everyone gets into the arts, pretty much. It's like, sure, it's yeah. great. Okay, but yeah. the, the gossip and the drama yeah. <laughs> that happens behind the scenes is rife. And it's, it, it, it's so... Like it's such a perfect parody of like the the little back and forth that goes on, mm. and this she's plays so well. Like the yeah, there's sort of like bitchy tone she's got going. I very much enjoyed. 
Um, I did have one thought though. I was like, does this pass the Bechdel test? <laughs> I know it's, but I don't think it does. No, because wow. they're talking about they're talking about Roman for most of it. Yeah, I don't think any of the women when they talk to each other talk about anything except Roman, um, which I found interesting. <laughs> like I know that's not what this show is about, but I was like, this is very mm. man focused, and that's fine because so is Hamlet. Um, yeah, true. But I was just like, this definitely doesn't pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> um, Could you explain that for us? Sorry, could you explain what that test is for our listeners and for people like me who do not know? Yes, yes. Oh. So I'm I I can't say it's it wasn't it didn't start. Um Alison Bechtel, she's a I think a comic illustrator. She she did like I think Fun Home is an Alison best based on an Alison Bechtel comic. She's a a queer artist that basically her ideas were taken and have become this thing in film where like to sort of test, I guess, like how feminist a uh, piece of media is um, by if okay. the women, if like how many women are in the movie, first of all, mm-hmm. and if those women can have conversations with each other that aren't about the men in the film, it okay. passed the back. Bechdel okay. test so if if those women are talking but they're talking about men it doesn't pass the Bechdel test but if they are talking about just other things in their lives it does yeah okay. that, yeah yeah i mean technically the <laughs> opening to baby got back passes the Bechdel test <laughs> <laughs> uh, i prefer go. the mako mori test uh the mako mori test is uh, a film or television show has to have at least one female character and this character has an independent plot arc and that the character of her arc does not simply exist to support a male character's plot arc. Yeah. And I think Natalie yes, I think sure. Natalie fulfills the, the Mako Mori test. So yeah. Mako yeah. Mori is a character from um, giant robots fighting giant monsters. Was it um, Pacific Rim? Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's important. That, that's my personal opinion, personal opinion. As a white male, middle-class, middle-aged, man that's okay look i don't <laughs> alison bechtel didn't intend for the bechtel test to even become a thing but it has no. so um, yeah. maybe to shane because it's shane yeah maybe shane, yes. shane's credit he was looking at hamlet and like the you know how absurd hamlet is and how the fawning the obsession the sycophancy if that's a word towards um hamlet is ridiculous and wanted to you know emulate that here in red curtain hell because um because mm. it is ridiculous and um and who is the chap who plays um what what's his name roman the character uh the character of roman i've got the list here is jonathan tuck because he does um, it very so well he, he, he does it yeah he's set up perfectly and he's a good-looking chap as well, and he knows his angles, so he knows how to work it for the yeah. camera to make it even that more kind of like sycophantic. <laughs> what's mm. going on? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah. it's not uh, too so much. There's no real male gazy stuff going on. I was um, happy, not really. Mm. No, no, you know mm. what I mean. There was no lingering shots, shall we say, with the camera, unnecessarily. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, and also, Shane. Shane is an LGBT person uh, mm-hmm. and likes to put those sort of themes in the movie so obviously that's one of the things that comes up throughout the film yeah. um, Loved. although Roman is a hoe bag yeah I I literally 
where we're up to, I have a note that just says, who isn't Roman hooking up with? Yeah, in yeah. This, like, <laughs> he is a hoe bag. Yeah, like, yeah, he's, cra- he's crazy. Yeah. He's he's duping people left and right. Yeah. Um, well, and 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 duping them. Yeah, he really is duping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that's a thing. Um. So Danny crazy. Hahn plays Jemima, who is the understudy. She does an amazing job. She's great. Um, was, She's really good. Yeah, sure. I was getting yeah, some yeah. real sort of Feruza Bork from the the craft kind of feeling from the yeah, way yeah, she looked with yeah, the makeup and the hair. Yeah, I'm mm. with you, definitely. Yeah, if we had 90, uh, they'd look it up. Yeah, out of school. Yeah, look, yeah. yeah definitely. Um, all right. So then we get to see the stage manager, um, Pam, Pammy or Pamela. Uh, Harrison obviously calls her Pamela because he's got to think about names. Everyone else calls her Pammy. Uh, except for Simon, who calls her mum. That's who I was thinking. Um, but there's a lot of gossip uh, and there's a lot of scandal. And this is where it all sorts starts to build up, where we we, we see these other com- these conversations and uh, the the foreshadowing and the, the gossip just sort of builds throughout the first half of the film. Uh, I've put a note here, yay, it's me again. So I've, uh, I must have come back on the screen at this stage. Uh, to have you my have little your little chat with, chat with Pam, yeah, yeah, behind at uh, side of stage. Uh, yes, well, that's how, yeah, information yeah. the whispers carry from yeah, yeah. stage to backstage. Yes. Now i I ad libbed a line here that got left in, oh, uh, which people people thought that it was really nice foreshadowing. Uh, I say to Pam because we're talking about her getting her own show. I say you, you'll get your shot. And okay. then, of course, spoilers, Whoa. later on in the film, she gets That's shot. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. Um, so, yes. Because I, I, I'd read this, I'd read the script over and over again when I was learning my lines. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I thought, oh, it'd be really funny because there's all these people get, like, you don't don't blow your balls off. Like, there's all these comments that relate to how the person is going to end up getting killed. Yeah, I do really like the way they um, sort of breadcrumb the information along the yeah, way yeah. i thought that was really nice um all right then it's curtains up in one minute uh that's where i've written raw gritty and realistic gritty and complex version for vision for the show that's where the 22 and a half minute single shot finishes so mm-hmm. with with um fade to black curtains up and you can breathe a sigh um, of relief yeah How yeah many? yeah because <laughs> If we may know, how many cuts were in there? Uh, 15. 15, okay. And how, so how, how many f- minutes? 15 edits. 22 15 and a half. 22, 22, 20. Okay. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't yeah. spot any. Not that no, I was. No, like, I, I think I got, I, I saw one. But that's probably the only one I noticed. I really easily spot the ones I was involved with. Yeah, because I know where I can remember where the camera was. So yeah, um, uh, one of the things that the actors, the, the the sort of background other like characters were saying, some of the actors were saying they find it really difficult to do terrible acting. Sure. So so we, we see them obviously performing in a community theater, but they're not great, uh, and they don't remember their lines. They don't know where they're up to in the script. They're talking it's over awful. one another. Yeah, yeah, no, I'd be really. I was 
I was cringing <laughs> Real world. as like as I was in my like director brain of like oh oh yeah. Jesus Christ <laughs> and I like I made a note of this no everyone in community theater that I know or have worked with is so much more professional than this yeah like yeah, yeah. you like especially like the like the SM and behind the scenes and everything so switched on so on yeah. top of it yeah. like so just giving all of themselves to the cast and director like it's mm. <laughs> I was so I was just like this is insane <laughs> yeah this is where the comedy you know starts yeah. ramping, though with this as well because this is a, well I mean Baron what would you call this how would you definitively uh, define this genre wise I'd call it a black comedy. Black yeah. comedy? Is it a horror? Yeah. Uh, it has horrific elements, yes. Black comedy. Uh, I wouldn't call it a so comedy with I, I wouldn't words. call it a ple- uh, like a plain horror. Mm. Yeah. Um okay. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yes. Cool. Yeah, cool. Um, the audience is obviously uncomfortable. It was really good to get those extras in on the, the final night of shooting to like have an audience, and they were just told to fidget and like they were left alone for ages. And it was the cameras were still on, so we could get some shots of the, the audience just being not quite an audience, mm. uh, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, uh, we obviously see Harrison sitting in his seat. He's nicely lit throughout, uh, just is. to let you know that <laughs> let you know that he's special. He's, he's uh, spotlit. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the cracks are beginning to form in Natalie. Uh, and this is the point at which we see uh, Jemima, yes, Jemima, uh, give someone else's psychoactive substance to Natalie. And advisor, it's just like a Xanax. It's fine. It just just take one whenever you feel a bit down. Um, so, yes. Uh, Didn't even read the s- bottle. No, no. It looked like a Nurofen bottle to me with the blue top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's my person. Uh, now we see that Simon and Roman are explicitly together. Yeah. Explicitly the way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Um, what year is this? Because I, I called it because when they come out, Roman's missing. And he comes out, and they're looking all sort of disheveled. I'm like, something, something gay is going on here. And also, he, he's in—he's everyone. He's sleeping with yeah. everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he must eat a lot of potassium. <laughs> like he's like That's awful. going <laughs> all That's night. About that, but yeah. The stamina and to have yeah. to go and perform Hamlet. Thank God they cut he it down. He thinks he's Dionysus, yeah. basically, is what he thinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he thinks it's he's ins- the they, <laughs> he so Their ego. I feel like some some people that play lead roles, they really <laughs> do feel like. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, no, no. I yeah, mean, yeah. like the school, like um, I did it was called Hegley Theatre Community. Hegley Theatre Company was part of Hegley Community College in Christchurch, New Zealand um 18 19 so you know a while ago let's just say that and um and i was about 18 to 19 and then 20 to 25 (laughs) i did two stints there 
and people people would be arguing and having wars all the time about who would get the lead roles in the politics which is absolutely rife and oh, this yeah. was around this age and um and this was from a like a nine to five uh experience mm. of this, you know because you'd be training monday to friday nine to five basically then putting on shows coming there at night that sort of thing so definitely you know this was yeah these elements are all there, corned, you know, sometimes cornied up and shaking it up. But um, main point being, no, people um, would kill, near kill each other over lead roles, definitely. And friendships would end, relationships would end. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, showmances cause a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, um, okay. All right, so the scene... Showmances... The, the, don't have to yeah. talk about it, but I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, the scene is late, obviously, due to the fucking. Yes. <laughs> um, and we see the foreshadowing of the shovel, which will become more important later on. Love. Uh, we, we It is revealed by uh, Chanster's character that, um, I believe he's called John, uh, that the not even the smoke alarms work in the theatre. Uh, so there's obviously this theatre's falling to pieces. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, it's hazardous, hazardous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we see the underwear scene between um, Ophelia and Hamlet, or between Natalie, it's real, more realistically between Natalie and Roman, uh, which mm. Pammy, Pammy doesn't like, but um, that uh, Harrison has asked for via phone uh, from the audience. Who has their phone? Oh, that was my other thing. Who has their phone on during a performance? Who has I it even know. on them? I was just like, there's so much talking backstage. Mm. They have they're using oh, their oh, phones. It's, it's well, yeah, this is <laughs> I know it's supposed to be, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was my fight or flight mm. was oh, activated. Yeah, no, we were, yeah, we all feel anxious yeah. about it because it's fucking crazy. You would never do that. You'd be yeah. killed. Never yeah. work again. Well, yeah. like I just, I just finished the season of Speed the Movie the Play. Now every night that oh. we did the show, and some nights we did multiple performances in a night, my phone would go in my in my um my clothing box uh, the, for all my props and stuff, and it wouldn't come out until after the show. Like I didn't even access my phone during the breaks between shows when I could have. So wow. I'm super professional. That's hardcore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't think of it. We were busy resetting and all that sort of stuff. Like I didn't even think of it. Uh, but yeah, like there's a lot of phone use and there's a lot, like obviously it becomes a plot point where uh, Natalie has the, the has yeah. Roman's phone and, and she's trying to find out who he's sleeping with. Um, yeah. 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 Humorous moments trying to unlock the phone. Yeah. Yeah, and then it runs out of power. Oh no, it runs out of power. Then she's got to find a, a charger. Yes. Um, okay, so uh, they're all. So there's a comment from a uh, comment from one of the characters. They're all dead tonight, uh, which is foreshadowing again. Mm. Um, we see the revenge plot uh, via from the three witches, the three witches mm. in the uh, in the, the the dressing room. Yeah, uh, yeah, I need I need to freshen up on my my Hamlet. Oh, Macbeth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, the witches are from the the Scottish play. Yeah, um, you're right. Sorry. 
the Scottish play. Um, yeah, it's all good. We're not we're not in a perform. We're not in it. So hang this on. Macbeth, 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 Macbeth. I'm making people uncomfortable. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so now we we go back to Natalie and we hit the we hit the Dutch tilt. We hit the psychedelic lighting, and oh, she yeah. literally goes sideways. Yeah. Um, uh, so yes. Um, I did find the sideways what... shot a little jarring for the the duration, as long as it was. But I guess I think yeah. that's probably the point. I've, I found it hard to sort so, of figure out what was. Where, where was are we happening. up to? We at the end? We're not right at the end, are we? No, no, no. We're just about coming to the intermission. Intermission. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Carry on. Carry on. So we're about. We're not quite halfway through at this point. Um, that's where I put the note here that the phone times were correct to the stage of the movie and the performance on the night. Uh, so we do see quite clearly the screen when Natalie's trying to access Roman's phone and it has the correct time on it. Um, so we go to intermission where uh, Harrison, while there is probably still audience sitting in the auditorium, is screaming at his cast from behind what is obviously yeah, that's just right. No, 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 they're basically like loud whispering, get off the stage. Whilst people are sitting right there, you know, whilst the international <laughs> theatre people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. It does yeah. give you. So I, I've, I've put a note here. Great pep talk, Harrison. Yeah. Um, it's so terrible. What, the, what did he say? What the fuck was that? Is that how he yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're all fucking this yeah. up. What yeah. the living fuck was that? Something like that. Yeah. He's, yeah. He says something super awful. It was real um, offensive. Yeah, real belittling. Uh, it's it's terrible. Happens. Yeah, which happens. Yeah, yeah I will say it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it does. It happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then Natalie and Roman finally have a chance, not inside the show, to have a meet up and they have a bit of a conversation. Um, Pamela take Pamela takes Simon's phone, I believe, at this point. Oh, so she's yeah. having a conversation with her son. Uh, obviously, she thinks he's a dickhead. He does kind of play a bit of a dickhead. Um, let's yeah. see. Then we have a conversation between Harrison and Natalie while she's freaking out. It escalates into a physical attack. She tries to hit him with a shovel, and Harrison takes the shovel from her. That's when uh, Daryl Plumridge um, intercedes. He's playing Tristan, who's playing the king, uh, ha um, Hamlet's father. Oh, was that Daryl? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. Really, really, really strong performance. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he knows. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. This is so low. Sorry for anyone who's not of Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. In-house references for shit we're making. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's uh, then the the point at which Harrison gestures dramatically with the shovel and cuts off four of Tristan's fingers. Yeah. The effects, it. the the practical effects for that were great. Like and so yeah. good. They were good, and the and the barely barely a reaction reaction to <laughs> this cutting off <laughs> was really good as well. Yeah. 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 I like that. Um, <laughs> So then we have Harrison choking out Tristan. Uh, I yeah, yeah, don't know whether he's dead. Quite violently, yeah, at this point. Yeah. Too. I, what, the I, intent to fuck up, 
yeah, fuck them. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's uh, dead. I, I, yeah. I, I'd like to think he survived, but then he probably would have bled out anyway if he was unconscious. So I, I, I think he's dead. This is where it gets real Shakespearean, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. and this is where the horror elements start to come in a bit stronger. Yes. Yeah, yes. I uh, I think I going into it, I think I expected more of a horror comedy. So I think I was like wanting that first kill a little bit earlier because it does sure. come an hour into the the movie, I think yeah, about yeah. about an hour in, um, and it's worth it. But yeah. I I think I was expecting those elements a little bit sooner. Yeah. Okay. To ramp up a little bit more. Is this? Well, I like the shock of the fingers. Oh, I do too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So worth it and well done, well executed. But this is definitely, as you said, Baron, earlier, comedy with horrific elements, not a horror comedy yeah. script yeah. queen like uh, Evil Dead. Yeah. Mm. Where there's yeah. Horror, 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 Evil Dead 2, horror comedy, horror comedy the yeah. whole time. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, the right. fingers, fingers so get cut off. Uh, fingers get cut off, and then Harrison picks them up in like a scarf and takes them to the dressing room. How does he? How does he think they're going to go down that that drain? Like they're not going to go down the drain. That's right. They're not going down the drain. Who yeah, does that? he fills the fills the sink with water and yeah, puts yeah, the yeah. puts the fingers in, and they kind of sit at the bottom of the 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 the, the uh, sink. Sure. Uh, then there's a couple more foreshadows with from the. The Greek chorus, they're talking about bloodshed and 10,000 volts, uh, which will come back to bite us later, so to speak. Um, the king is dead, long live the king. So Harrison decides he's going to take on the role of the king uh, now that Tristan is unwell. Um, so, yes. Good of him. Good uh, of him to stand in there quite the hero. Brave. Brave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alongside uh, his mother. Yeah, so that's the oh, next that's yeah. the scene I think that gave me the, the biggest ick in the film. Now it gets oh, real Shakespearean, real medieval. Revolting. So, all right, so we go into the second half of the plague. Uh, st- uh, curtain up, and it's the scene between the king and his wife, played by... Harrison and his mother, uh, and it's a long kiss. Like it's not. They could have. They could have cheated it. They could have. But he's just. It's gritty and realistic, and he wanted the, the kiss yeah, to be he's real. Like, we have to do this for the yeah. the yeah. realism of the play. So he's tonguing his um, mom. Yeah, yeah as <laughs> said by Perry, tonguing his mom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the the actress there is Wendy Spencer playing Mrs. Reed. Uh, she's lovely. I've been in a number of things with her, um, uh, and played beautifully. Like the 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 stunned mullet look after the kiss on stage is just spectacular. It is great. Yeah, it's, it's some excellent excellent face work on that by Wendy. Um, I love good okay. face. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, then we get we move to Simon, who has caught feelings for Roman. Uh, so the the two people in the show that seem to have the feelings for Roman are probably Natalie and Simon. Yes. Uh, I think everyone else is just is just fucking basically. Yeah, he's hot. He's the lead. 
Yeah, yeah. We've got time backstage. Let's hurry up yeah. and wait. Do you give lessons? <laughs> oh, do you oh, give yeah. lessons? I've thought about it. I've thought like I've thought about oh wow. Okay, yeah. Oh, he's uh, such that, an asshole. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so so yeah, that's where that's where I've put theater for theater folks are so horny. Uh Roman yeah. needs to stop yeah. eating so much potassium. Uh, oh no, he's also fucking there's, Jemima. If I may, there's a um <laughs> gothic music artist I like called Sopia. Uh the outfit, the the they put music out as so poor Eternus and the ensemble of shadows, uh, which is uh, the eternal sleep in the ensemble of shadows, Anavani. And they said that uh, all actors are whores, especially the male variety. And I think this applies perfectly to this play. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. well, that's what we've all experienced behind the scenes. Yes. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. I think my favorite line, one of my favorite lines from this movie is Pam when she says to Simon, she says, that's why you didn't take Hamlet because you'd rather let him let Hamlet take you. Yeah. So good. I I love the fact that she's not worried about him coming out as gay, but she's worried about him being a shit actor. Yeah, I mean, she's in theater. (laughs) She gets it. That's so funny. Like she's just mad that he didn't take the role of Hamlet. And this movie, yeah, this yeah, movie, yeah. you know, it has all that this in it. Yeah. Whilst yeah. doing a kind of like Kiefer Sutherland 24 Shakespeare behind the scenes play within the play. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's yeah. The, little, it's all little, the stuff with mouse trap. Yeah. 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 So no, good. It's um, it is good. Yeah, so I've got Stop Ruining My Show from Pammy. So she's she's now made it it's now obviously her show from her words. Yeah, it's her uh, show. Uh, uh, and then I've got Oh God, Now Jessica. So that's when um, uh, Roman and Roman tracks onto Jessica backstage. I think that's the uh, do, you t- yeah. do you do lessons line. Yeah, that's right. Doesn't he stop? Doesn't he stop for a moment and grin to himself? And <laughs> you see in his face, yeah. that's one. It's Jessica. Yeah, yeah. Why, not, yeah. why not another one? Yeah, so. Jessica, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. He's unbelievable. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, then Simon comes out to the cast, uh, which begins the the final breaking of Natalie because she now knows 100% who it is. Um, she's still tripping balls and she's become even more unhinged. She goes to show proof to Harrison Cooper Reed. Uh, which we'll call Harry, uh, and then the phone is dead, so she needs to find a charger, which sends her back to the dressing room, uh, where she is attempted to be drowned by Harrison very Cooper-Reed. nice Ophelia yeah. moment. I very yeah. much enjoyed yeah. that. And that's when I was finally clued in. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hamlet, yeah. I get it. <laughs> And then the cutting backwards between the stage and the the the, the, the dressing room with the drowning um, elements of the show. Then be, yeah. yeah, like Ophelia's dead and yeah, it's beautiful beautiful. And I love the shot of her face in the sink and like she looks mm. really 
this is where she starts to look really terrifying with the mm-hmm. blood sort of like dripping and, down her face and, and the makeup, makeup, the makeup running makeup. down the face yeah, yeah. awesome Really it's good. also still uh, that, really over the top th- at the same time as being very dramatic. Yeah. It's walking this the line, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really closely and carefully at this point, but it pulls it off. It pulls yeah, it yeah. off. At, so, at the end, it's all out. You know what I mean? All the bad yeah. actors yeah. just amped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To eleven, scenes, to twelve, even. The, yeah, and the death mm. scenes. You know, oh, the death scenes. Award, award-winning death death scenes. Yeah. So the that the drowning scene was shot in a fish tank with the camera underneath it. Nice, okay. very. And they had nice. to be really, really careful because it was a glass-sided fish tank, so you couldn't really put any weight on. So, so yeah, it was apparently quite difficult to shoot. Yeah, I mean it, they pulled uh, it off. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, especially anyone else involved. Yeah. So then yeah, the Simon's camera work attacked. is amazing. Sorry, just yeah. just shout out the. Director of photography. What was his name? Yeah, it was uh, cinematography by Patrick Coe. Pa- cinematography yes. by Patrick Coe. It was awesome, uh, especially like ramping up towards the end of the film. It gets very, very and delish. creating that bubble. Yeah, uh, yeah, they worked well with Shane there together to create that bubble that we were talking about with space and time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One venue because uh, they don't go outside at all, do they? No, the only time you see the outsiders when Harrison arrives in his car. Enters, yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's the only exterior, yeah, and the gate yeah, yeah. And and I was like, I've walked that path before. <laughs> um. All right. So now Simon uh, attacks Roman, I believe. Where am I up to? Yep. So Simon, no, no. Simon is attacked by Roman. So they mm. they they have a confrontation. He Simon reveals to Roman that he's told everybody that they're in love. Mm. Um, and Roman is not best pleased. Um, although, having said that, every interaction between Simon and Roman throughout this film would indicate to me, if I were Roman and not completely uh, self-absorbed, uh, that Simon was had had caught feelings. Yeah, so Roman's completely self-absorbed and he hasn't noticed. Absolutely. I thought Roman had caught feelings at some point. He's a trickster. No, he's just... Trickster's mm. a good word for us, yes. Like, yeah. I wasn't convinced for long, but I was like, maybe he likes Simon the best of all of them. Yeah. But he doesn't have favourites. No, no. Is it, is, is it Puck or Pan? I know they're the same thing, but which one's in A Midsummer's Night Dream? Puck. Puck, Puck yeah. Because, yeah, Puck, uh... it's kind of Puckish behaviour. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. For sure. Yeah. He's, he's being a bug uh, boy. There we go. Yeah, bug boy. <laughs> That's good. I like that. That's good. Just put that on a theatre t shirt and spell it B O I. So, puck boy. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, so then the Harry and Pamela story comes to a head. They've got that, con- they're having that confrontation side of stage. Um, we discover Natalie isn't dead yet. She comes back from the grave. Uh, and uh, heads up to the stage. Uh, we see a lovely callback to the, if that table is on stage in the scene, it's going to ruin the whole thing. And we see our Rosencrantz and Guildenstern come from side of stage and pick up the table and take it back, like really obviously. They, and they, uh, it's a tiny table and they do the one, two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Oh. Yeah, Occupational go. health and safety is a thing. Yeah, it's really important. Really important. Yeah. Oh. 
Um, all right, so then they're attacked from the dark. There's a really nice when when she takes. Um, oh, oh, I'm gonna say Bob. No, Jake. No, no, it's not Jake. What's his name? The other backstage yeah, 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 guy. Anyway, yeah. takes he doesn't take chance to first. So takes the the other character first from the darkness. It's really nice that you don't see her coming up. Uh, it's good. Then you see her behind Chancellor's character, John, um, and then she takes him, and then she's got the gun. Okay. Um, we... grave. Yeah, yeah. While on stage, we're moving to the sort of end of the play. We're about probably two-thirds, three-quarters of the way through the play. There's some obviously toy guns on stage. Um, they're silver revolvers with a red tip. Very plasticky. Um, and then Natalie goes to kill and kills the wrong person. And, and Pamela finally gets her shot. Uh, uh, Ad lib. I love that. Uh, was, and then, yeah, brutal. And then everyone's dying. She goes up one side of the, the, the gantry and along and people are falling off they're getting shot yeah and um, there's um if i may there's a good amount of blood spatter and gore here that will keep you it's you know, great happy. i wait for yeah, the, yeah. wait for you know your gore fix it does happen hence mm -hmm. why i have the blood spatter behind me here because it does represent mm -hmm. this moment carry on baron please yeah and look so many people die like nearly everybody ends up dead in this um mm -hmm. i think uh, at the end Actually, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, so Pamela gets her shot. Roman gets his balls blown off, which was a line from earlier in the film. Um, Harrison does two comebacks with his dying scene, which is very theater, community theater Shakespearean. So like he's, he's dead and he, he pops slasher, up in the screen. Slasher movie mix as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, double tap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he gets his balls blown off, which... Which is mm -hmm. fair, Quentin. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I hadn't drawn that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's um, what I'm getting. All right, so yeah, yeah. we, we well, see no movement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, Karen. No, no, it's all good. Uh, so we we see no movement. Then Simon appears to have survived. Tom appears to have survived, but the audience seems to think that's all fake. And that's when, oh, hang on, I may have skipped yeah. may have skipped a spot. I have skipped something. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's when Natalie gets killed by the falling light. Yeah. But she does two shots to yeah. the ceiling. Yeah, yeah earlier. That's, like, she's what? Like, oh, I don't, I don't she's know. really good. She's, she's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's on um, drugs, so she, you know. She's not thinking. Yeah, she is on a large and, amount of drugs and driven. And to, she's unhinged emotionally at the same yeah. time. It, her performance in this, like her descent yeah. to madness, mm. is it's, delicious. Yeah. It's so. It was good. a great bend, uh, bend, bend, whatever on Ophelia. Yeah, if you will. Mm. Yeah, it was awesome. She was channeling here. Yeah. Uh, so she gets hit by the light. She falls into the audience, uh, obviously dead. Uh, then the light hits the stage, falls off the stage, and the wire hits the wet carpet, killing everybody in the audience, including Lawrence. Wow. Uh, I didn't think about that loss. 
and then there's red curtains, yeah. So, so Simon gets up, Tom gets up, and the curtains then close. Yeah, he yeah, but his he looks at his joint, sort of thinking about like yeah, you know, am I amount of am I imagining stuff. this? Like backstage, they're also getting fucking blazed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are um yeah somewhat dice. impaired. Tom. Yeah, yeah, Tom. Yeah. Just the, the smoke filling the booth. It's yeah. so, and then he's just like, I guess I'll just close the curtains. Yeah, and yeah. Slow, yeah. sort of like. Which makes things extra safe to a crumbling. Run by Pineapple Express. Yeah. Yeah. So that brings <laughs> us to like 88 minutes. So the film is about 88 minutes. Yeah, uh, good, and good, ro- roll credits. Lovely, yeah, lovely and perfect for this sort of thing. Mm. For nice, but a romp, basically. Yeah. Dark, yeah. Um, now, now, if people are going to Vimeo to watch the film, uh, just be aware there are some extras there as well. There's some outtakes and like a trailer and all that sort of stuff as well. Oh. Um, the outtakes are fun. And I believe the outtakes in that are free. You don't have to worry about paying for those. That's like your first taste is free. Uh, like your good uh, average drug dealer will tell you not that i've ever partaken um okay so yeah shot in bean lee budget twenty thousand dollars it's a shakespearean story inside a shakespearean story uh with other shakespearean elements thrown in um i like the lighting states uh the score was great and it never never seemed to be intrusive no so yes yeah um final thoughts from me I really enjoyed this, but that may be self-indulgent because I'm in it. But You're it was loud. fun to make. It was fun to oh, make. Oh, oh. What did you What did you think, uh, Mr. Popcorn? Yeah, no, no, I really enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to, and that's not a you know an impression or thought on mm. anything. It's just yeah, I thought this was really good, and uh, and as I've been saying, related to a lot of it, which made it that much more enjoyable. Um, yeah, I liked the hyper campness of it, uh, but it was very self-aware, so I never crossed the line too much with it. And the horror was worth waiting for. Um, yeah, no, everyone did a good job. Um, it was fun recognizing people, even down to like people just sitting in the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's good. Thank you for choosing something local. It's quite fun in that way. Mm. Um yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like, shall I rate it? While yeah. I'm here? Well, well, ha- let let me do actually. But before we do that, last the uh, like uh, impressions, scream queen. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really fun. Again, the like reference, like the sort of like in in jokiness of like being in the Brisbane theatre scene is very fun. Just mm. as an audience member, um. I thought it was really, really great parody, like scarily accurate at some points. Um, my only, my only criticism is that the horror was so good at the end there, like it was so well executed, like down to like the, just that when when Ophelia has her crazy moment that they keep talking about, it's it's so good. Um, and I just wish they had more of those horror elements sort of thrown in throughout because they do it so okay. well. Um, uh, but that's, you mean. Yeah, just like start feeding us those those like 
very well executed um gore elements like sooner just because i loved it so much um but that's my only my only criticism of Mm -hmm. it because they did it they're so good at it oh yeah it was was beautifully done um now i did have a look at letterbox just for a few reviews Mm -hmm. Um, okay uh, so i've got I've got uh, three here that uh, are interesting. Uh, so today was director Shane Anderson's birthday, obviously when, the, when they posted this. So in honor of that beautiful creature turning 30, I finally saw his debut feature. Uh, and this also counts for my own birthday month, 2021. This was a fun ride, definitely a bit too ambitious for a micro budget debut feature. Some things land more than others, but you know me, I'm always a sucker for ambition and passion above technical prowess. Mm. Uh, one thing I genuinely appreciated though, was how Shane took his time planting seeds throughout the first half of the movie from a literal Chekhov's gun to other smaller details, such as the soaked carpeting that would then pay off in that wickedly chaotic third act. Yeah. Uh, a teach a teacher of mine at film school used to say each movie should have at least one moment of true cinema for it to be considered good. Well, those last few minutes in which all the dominoes fall down in perfect unison is Shane's beautiful moment of true unadulterated cinematic bliss. Uh, the characters, even if they're all supposed to be shitty people, which I always enjoy, could have been a bit less shrill. They were always at 11 and it got old real quick, but they were still a kooky collection of monsters I liked seeing on screen. Uh, they This is quite long, so I'm just going to pricey the rest uh they do mention that um if you are interested to see some of shane's other work there is a a film a short film called his guy thursday another one called the hollow hours which i'm also in uh are already amongst my most my most beloved works of queer fiction out there so it was nice to see where it all started uh and his quote is don't do sarcasm dear it makes you look fat uh so that's a lovely quote uh, second review, honestly, if I was in a green room backstage witnessing all the weird shit theatre kids get up to and I noticed four dismembered fingers floating in the sink, I'd be like, yeah, that seems about right. Uh, yeah. And, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, from someone called Shane, I made this one, so is it really fair of me to review it? <laughs> so that's obviously from Good. Shane Anderson. Also, um, oh, sorry, to I just yeah, want to no, sh- sh- shout out the... I think what made me laugh the hardest, it was like such a throwaway line, but there's a moment where two of like the younger castmates, I can't remember which character, I don't know anyone's names in Hamlet except Hamlet and Ophelia, Um, but they play, the two younger guys are like chatting to Harrison's mum and one of them Mm -hmm. calls her Mrs. Harrison. (laughs) Yeah. And the other one's like, it's, that's not... That's not <laughs> like that. I like it's it's just like such a throwaway line, but it made me giggle. I was like, that's so good. Yeah. So that that was Chris and Mervyn uh playing Ben and Jake, who are playing, I believe, Laertes and oh I don't remember the other character. But anyway, yeah, so it's uh, Chris and Mervyn. Um, yeah, that was yeah. great. Very and then very funny guys. And they sort of, he sort of mouths, he's like, sorry, he's not the sharpest tool in the shed. And I, yeah, I love yeah. that. That was a very nice moment. Uh, the, the, my, my moment that I cringe every time I see it, other than Harrison kissing his mum, uh, there's a moment when I'm talking to Pamela in the intermission and I accidentally completely cover her face with my hand like I put my hand up to do something and I'm like completely blocking Becky who's playing Pamela and I, every time I see it I go oh god damn it I should have done that blocking better but yeah 
I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but, shall we rate it then? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think, if I may, um, for sure. twenty thousand, you said the budget was, mm-hmm. and it's eighty-eight minutes in length. Um, yep. Shot at one location. Yes, shout out to everyone who put that together. Yes, who did the storyboarding there and that bit and that space mm. to create. Yeah, that bubble that we've you know referenced a couple of times. Now, like yeah, very effectively and quite expertly done. So you know, bonus points mm. for that definitely and it's all very cohesive you know what i mean it's a consistent look it's a consistent feel and tone level of quality throughout the comedy um doesn't quite land for me throughout for the whole thing so yeah i like yourself screen queen wanting more um horror elements in there um but it all made sense why this um is a comedy with horrific elements rather than a horror yeah. comedy. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, for what it is and where it's made, um, it looks really good. You know what I mean? The product is quite, you know, high quality. Um, so I'm going to give it bonus points for that. So I was just going to give it a three, which, um, what, what is it? What is it? Ah, my phone. Does anyone remember what three is? Burnt. Uh, satisfying? Satisfying. satisfying i think it was satisfying um but no i'll give it a delicious no no what's evil evil what's for sorry sorry people yeah Thank delicious you. is four i think and then we should perfect, we should know this perfect pop i'm giving it a like four it. four out of five a four out of okay. five which is delicious five is evil so again one is burnt two is pot flop corn three is satisfying is delicious five is evil i was going to give it just a satisfying but through what's all been discussed tonight and uh, baron you know you you were there you know the behind the scenes mm. um yeah and when you explained to me the 24-hour thing i had to put that in there because dummy i didn't spot that um and that added you know a nice i'm very impressed by the bubble <laughs> basically because of the bubble it is delicious at four yeah, out of five okay. sure. very well Screen done Shout out to everyone involved yeah i mean it's 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 a gem like it's really beautiful to see something so local um it obviously undead was local but this is like this is like real local (laughs) um you can get there you can get there on a bus yeah and i have i have been there on the bus um so that was really beautiful and the it was a really nice world that he created. Um, the references are, yeah, like I said, just the little, the dropping the pieces in throughout is beautiful. The performances were great. And the end sequence is like very, very good. I think overall, just because similar to Mr. Popcorn, not everything landed for me um, and the, I I did miss that horror element Mm. sort of earlier on in the film. Um, I think I'm going to give it a satisfying, a three, maybe a little bit like extra satisfying. You go 3.5. Yeah, maybe like a 3.5. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's. Which is where I think I land, which is where I think I land. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to be choppy changey, but yeah. Nah, it's all good. 
satisfying. I mean, I'm not going to take it it's personally. Good, which is good, yeah. But um, how are you going to rate yourself now? This is what I'm curious to see. <laughs> Look, honestly, I had, a, I had a ton of fun shooting this. Mm-hmm. Um, I've shown it to a number of people. Uh, a little detail I don't think I've revealed before. Um, what I once sat in on a writing um, course with Alan Dean Foster. Uh, as part of one of the supernovas. One of the things that Alan Dean Foster does for uh, living is, money, not necessarily. Alan Dean Foster, for people who don't know. Uh, he wrote the novel, a lot of novelizations of movies in the 80s and 80s and 90s. Like he wrote the novelization of Aliens. Okay. Uh, oh, and, okay. And, and Alien. Like he did, he's done a lot of stuff. Um, so, but yeah, his, his beer money work is writing novelizations of films. So basically what generally happens, and this is what he revealed in the course, is he'll be given the first shooting script, none of the changes, and will be directed to write a book, write the book as quickly as possible so that it comes out around the time that the film comes out. So they're generally pretty plain, plain books because it's coming coming from a script. So he yeah. does a pass where it's just the text. He does a uh-huh. pass where it's the movement, and then he does a pass for each of the senses: sight, sound, touch, and then it does a then does a thoughts pass. So it kind of builds from the the skeleton up. So I've I took that information and the script, and I've written the novelization of the book. Oh. Of the, of the movie, I'm I'm not quite finished with it. I've only done three of the five passes, and I've right. I kind of got stymied on it for a while. So, and I've only just recently re 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 brought it up, and I've got I should probably finish that. So yes, yeah, so I've I've written the novelization. So to me, it, it lives rent free in my head. I couldn't yeah. give it anything less than a delicious. I'm probably going to go halfway to halfway to evil. So I'm going to give this one a four, four and a half. Five. Yeah, yeah, okay, That's yeah, fair. so That's fair. Okay. So yeah. you know, you've got that. Uh, yeah, you were there. Experience. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Thank well, you for recommending. Well, that's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, I, never, I love never would have heard of it again. otherwise. Yeah. Never would have yeah. heard of it. And and as I say, part of my um, rating was because it just made me feel proud. It was like, fuck yeah, this came from here. <laughs> yeah, they did yeah, like yeah. with that budget, good, they executed some. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is yeah. great to see. Um, cause you know, from anywhere that I've been, but like, I've seen a lot of short films and such and from here, don't always feel proud. I, I like it, mm. but I can't with this. Yeah, absolutely. So Shane and everyone involved, yes, really good job. Um, yeah. so we'll, that brings us neatly to the end. Uh, what are we doing next? I believe we, we have some plans in place. Uh, Screen Queen, it is your turn in the rotation. Oh, it is my turn. To yeah. continue with AHS Australian Horror Series. <laughs> I don't, I actually don't know who you don't know. I have well, I, I, if you have a deal, well, I do have an option as well because shout out oh, to yeah. shit, I don't have it open in front of me. Uh, Slother House, a distribution, oh, the distribution oh, guard company responsible for distributing Slother House to the media i guess and somehow mm. we got chosen um because slother house i it's not a 
invisible movie i'm not saying this is like a big movie but it's not invisible mm. if you follow youtube horror channels like spooky astronauts shout out mm. uh possessed by horror, and you know it's they're, they're they're reviewing it because um such movies as uh the winnie the pooh kills all the people movie blood um, and honey blood blood honey yeah, yeah. Blood honey, yeah. And cocaine there, you could kind of mix in there as well. You know, this is where this comes from. And it's about a sloth in a sorority house. <laughs> it's a slasher. So and the prom- the premise is... So if we wanted to, I, I don't know if it has any Australian kind of thing to do with it that we could link it, but um, did, if we could take a break and watch that. Well, uh, I mean, if they did, they'd approach us. There's no reason why we shouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, and then they give Scream Queen some time to to think of an Australian yes. film. To, to, there's to too do. many. There's too many good ones. Put them on um, a dartboard. Throw a dart. Yeah. And Look, also, I could do that. What about a com- and a conversation oh. before Christmas or around Christmas? We could try and drop a Christmas, yeah. you yeah. know, close to as possible conversation. Um, best or wor- best Christmas horror movie. We've just got to come yeah. with one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and just talk about what if we all end up with the same one, I'll be very annoyed. No, we'll discuss. We'll discuss. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not going to listen, la la la, because I'm just going to pick one. And if we pick the same one, then that then so be it. We could do a whole bunch of suggestions into a hat and pull out three. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that many again. I don't think I've seen a single movie ever. There is quite a few. There's quite a few. No, I know the one. I know the one I've got picked. So yeah. Probably the one I was just thinking of. No, I bet it's not. We don't know. Do we scream queen? No. I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the <laughs> most obvious, and then Gene, Gene can be in the middle, and then Scott can be the most obscure. One. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's 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 kind of obscure. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. All right, so we've got a conversation coming up that'll deal that will yes. nicely get us into Christmas. We've got mm-hmm. Slotha House, and then we start the new year with um, Scream Queen's first uh, next pick. Yeah, how about that? Yes, that we should be able to switch that in. Yeah, and yeah. Um, happy horror days. Happy horror days. That that time happy of horror year. days. <laughs> it's it's actually that time of year now. So yeah, it really is. There you go. <laughs> Don't steal it. There was something that was very close to happy horror days. I saw the other day. <laughs> this okay. is that sounds. Yes. <laughs> well, this has been Mr. Popcorn keeping it buttery. Peace. Uh, this has been Spring. the Baron. The uh, oh, go. Uh, Sorry, we didn't organize that. We didn't. Play no, we it. didn't. We must do this beforehand. Before I'm we record. Scream, I'm Scream Queen signing off. Uh, and I'm the Baron. Don't forget to check under the plate in the microwave for your popcorn because if it spills out, it'll burn the house down. It's true. Yeah. True. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.